0: So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latina's booked out podcast. What is up y'all? Welcome back to the Latina's booked out podcast. I'm so happy you are here. We have wrapped up so much in the last couple weeks. It is December 2022, and I just closed the doors to show up and lead Mastermind. We have some amazing humans that are in this group, and besides that, I had a five-day training that I did. It was actually five days of coaching called Simple Scaling Week, wrapped that up, and You guys, I've been moving and shaking and just learning so much as I've grown, as I've grown my business, as I am growing my business, but also I'm learning who I am after having a second child and how this is going to look like in growing my business when my life is so much different. I don't think enough people talk about the circumstances that happen in our life, right? The life changes that happen. And how we manage to continue putting the effort we want to put into our business and grow it to the next level. If you listened to last week's episode, I spoke with my client Sophie and we talked about anxiety and depression and growing our business at the same time. And I just think it was such a real and raw episode. So if you didn't listen to it, I highly, highly recommend it, especially because life happens, whether it's an illness or whether it's pregnancy or whether it's school or death in the family, like there's always going to be life that happens. And if you're committed to your growth and your business, right? I just want you to know that everything doesn't have to stop you can give yourself major breaks when you need it but you can also be the person that learns how to manage the life stuff while you grow your business you don't have to pick so anyways i hope you guys check that one out if you haven't go listen to it but yeah i'm like really winding down and i am winding down from the launch, but I'm also winding up a lot. I have some really big goals next year, but the way I'm thinking about it, I'm not thinking about the big goal. I'm thinking about who I have to be to reach the things I want to reach. And I think it's never been more clear to me exactly where my work is in my business and although that's a super vulnerable place to be it is so necessary and I really can just see my brain kind of give getting into surrender mode and when I meant, when I say surrender mode what I mean is I'm just the way I want to create my goal next year is to really surrender to the process and become really great at what I do. And it kind of reminds me of the of 2020. When I went into 2021, my energy, it was very much like, I'm going to give up trying to be everything i think i need to be and be this person and do these things and my success doesn't have to look any way except the way it looks i want to go into the year and just like become great at what i do and i'm i'm in like the second phase of that and i want to go into 2023 honestly, just like focusing deeply on my clients and taking good ass care of them and helping them get incredible results. And I know that doing that is going to come back to my business tenfold because it's done it before. And outside of taking care of my clients is really becoming the leader of my business. I think this year I became really good at delegating, which was so needed for me and my business this year, but next year it's really going to be about becoming the leader of this company, of my company. So I'm excited to share a lot more on the podcast as I go through this journey and get my business to the next level. But for today's episode, I wanted to share an IG live that I created on Instagram and this live is called How to Make Smarter Business Decisions. And I go through a, I think it's a three or four step process of how to make smarter business decisions and making sure they're coming from a very intentional place. So if you want to learn how to make smarter business decisions, listen up. <laughs> but before we get started, I want to remind you that if you've taken, taken something away from this podcast it would mean so much to me if you could share it on your instagram stories or if you could review it on apple podcast give it five stars and just let me know what you're learning from it if you've gotten results anything like that it would mean so so much to me all right y'all now let's get started with the episode how to make smarter business decisions okay So number one skill that I want you to practice over and over and over again, and something that is literally required within my mastermind, is learning to have deep awareness. Deep awareness for what you do. People love to skip mindset. I remember when I was around the 10K, 20K um, revenue in my business. I used to tell myself this story that I'm very good at mindset and I don't need to work with mindset because my mindset's solid. It was a lie. My mindset was a mess. I was full of self-doubt. I was looking at my business results. I was, when I wasn't getting the results I wanted, I made them mean something about me and it just was not true. Like, I I remember deeply believing that like, oh, I don't need mindset help. Mindset helps not like I'm good at I'm good in that area. I just need the actions. I just need the how just tell me how to do it and I'll do it. And the problem was that at that time in my business, I had you guys I have I had implemented I had executed, I created a whole course based off of Amy Porterfield's podcast i created the course i sold the course i launched the course i freaking started a website i bought kajabi like i did all the things fucking correctly y'all like i did it all and It wasn't until I put out a group program and I put out a course and I work myself to the bone. And I was like, why am I just making a couple thousand bucks when I'm putting so much effort in? And that was like the main frustrating part. And that was when I really turned to working on my mindset. And once I started really using my own beliefs and creating new beliefs to start looking at my business differently, I started making a shit ton of money and it really had to do like the root, root, root of it was I started having an incredible amount of awareness of what my brain was telling me. So what that looks like is I started having these dialogues with this dialogue with my brain. And instead of just accepting something as true, so for example, I might have had the thought at that time like, oh, I must really be bad at at this business because the results that I'm getting don't equal the amount of time and effort. Like I thought if this, if I'm putting the effort and I'm not getting the results, I must be bad at this. And that wasn't true, but I had this thought in my brain that was telling me that. I also had this belief, right? I had this belief that is super intergenerational. It was the belief that working hard equals money. I know a lot of y'all could feel this one. I truly believe that you have to work hard, right? for your money look i am a product of a single immigrant mom of two she literally was single from the minute i was born and when she was raising us all i knew was very hard work equaled some money right so when i got into even my career before i quit my job I would I was always good at working hard but for some reason I felt like I never got the 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 out like the my output was a lot but I feel like I was never recognized enough or I never made enough money for like the amount of effort I put out and like I had these thoughts and beliefs and the truth is that like I needed to be aware of what was happening in my mind. And one of the things, one of the stories that I was telling myself over and over and over again in the beginning of my business was that you have to work really hard for money and that money comes when you put a lot of effort into it. And it wasn't until I really looked at that thought and belief and told myself, okay, what if money wasn't super hard to make? What if all my life experience has led me to a point? To like make money more easily. I remember I started thinking, like, I, because I started really doing mindset work and managing the thinking that was happening in my mind, I started to be able to have dialogue with it instead of just trusting it to be true. So, for example, a very common thought that my clients have is like, business is super like it, like wanting to be a millionaire is like going to turn you into a greedy capitalist and it's what's wrong with the system but also i want women of color to grow and elevate but also let's not get to certain levels because that's harmful look i feel you i get it i get it i get it right i understand i've had deep conversations about this with my clients and I want, like, these are the thoughts, though. This is what I'm talking about. This is the dialogue. This is the this is the thinking that I just want you to, like, hold on to and pause before you go and continue the same story you tell yourself. That's it. I don't want you to, I'm not here to tell you, like, this shit's not true and blah, 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 blah. I'm not here to tell you that. But I, what I am here to tell you is that you have to stop believing everything your brain says. even the things that you, you want, like, it's not bad to uh, like, for, I'll just stick with one thought at a time. Um, I had a client who was, uh, she's, she made six figures now, but when I first started working with her, it was around this time last year. Um, one of the first thing we did, did with her was raise her prices because she had a hell of experience and she started making like I really told her, like, you have to make more offers and you have to make sure people know like they're invited to work with you. And one of the beliefs that came up for her was my community can't afford this much money in coaching. Like they can't afford to pay this much. And I really fought her on that because one I want you to recognize, and this is what I mean by you have to have a level of awareness. I just want you to, before you like try to tell yourself this story, I just want you to stick with the first thought that comes up and 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 think like, okay, my brain is telling me that my people can't afford this. Is that true? Well, there's lots of evidence that like, you know, especially if you're a part of a marginalized community, like there's a lot of evidence that the whole fucking system was designed to keep you down, right? Like there's, there's a lot of evidence for this side. That's, that's true. It's valid, right? But then this is what we forget. There's also a lot of fucking evidence on the other side that your community loves to invest in themselves, your community, like I have a whole podcast called Women of Color Love to Invest in Themselves because I really started rejecting the thought that like, oh, by the way, I see this question. I will, I will, um, oh, that's a good question. I'm going to get to you. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I started rejecting this thought that like, I can't like, I started rejecting this thought that women of color are like broke and women of color don't have the funds to pay thousands of dollars for, for coaching or to invest in their business. Like I started rejecting this thought because I started having more and more and more and more and more proof that it wasn't true. Like I was surrounded by people who invested in themselves. Even people who I deemed as like, shouldn't be spending their money this way or shouldn't be spending, like I'm thinking of my mom. But, like, even my mom likes spending money and investing on herself. She loves getting her nails done. She loves getting, um,. I don't know. She loves going to fucking DDs and spending like money on shitty clothes. And she loves spending, like she loves spending money too. And when I had this conversation with my client, she was a money coach and I was challenging her. And I was like, but what if tell me the story of how they can afford it? Like, tell me that story. And we started just talking about like the proof that people of color, marginalized communities, people in marginalized communities can, can afford, not always, but there's a lot of people who are spending a lot of money in these communities, in our communities. So saying that they just can't afford it is just not true, not always true, right? But as you as a coach, and this is what I think is the most important thing. And then I need to continue because I'm taking too long on the first one. (laughs) But the number one thing I want you to take away is that like, why would we as like coaches, as consultants, as like we're leading our clients somewhere, why would we want to look at them in a light of they can't afford it or they can't it's probably not a good decision for them. Or it's probably whatever thoughts that come up for you is, here's the thing. Here's my spiel. The rest of the world does a really good job painting a very clear picture that women of color, like Latina pay equal payday is coming up. I'm just thinking of that one because it's coming up. Like we get all this imagery, all these everybody news the way we grew up if you're I'm I'm 35 so I grew up with a lot of it that like women um women aren't good at money right or women uh aren't like shouldn't be making these decisions with money or people in marginalized communities or BIPOC folks um they need more resources they need help and like there are parts of that that are very true but I, me as a coach, when I when someone is interested in, like, working with me, I refuse to look at them in any way than way up here. Like, their mom, their partner, their husband, their wife, they're going to be the ones trying to, like, be realistic. And maybe that's not a good decision. Maybe you shouldn't invest because you're, you're saving money for a house. My job as a fucking coach is not to be realistic. It's to fight for your dream. I'm not here for, to make you feel better about this journey of growth because it doesn't feel good all the time. But here's what I know is I'm a person who invested in a $25,000 mastermind when we were saving for a house. And I remember having this conversation with my husband and I remember vividly how I felt. And I remember telling myself in that moment, I will not discuss my business money with my husband ever again. And my like, I need to trust myself in my business because it's mine. And he doesn't get it because he hasn't done the work. He doesn't know he doesn't see the vision. And like, entrepreneurs are always a little bit crazy, right? Like, because you have to be delusional to think you could like do anything right like big, right? And I just know that like, the root of all this awareness started with me really learning how to have a conversation with my brain. Now, I'm talking about how to make smarter business decisions today. And step one was you have to have a level of awareness. And the reason you have to have a level of awareness is to, one, understand what's happening in your mind, two, be able to evaluate your business, business decisions from a a place of like no shame and something separate from you. You have to, the awareness piece is so important because you're going to have to discern what's good for you and what's not good for you in terms of decision-making. So that's number one. Let me step to number two because I could just stay all there all day. Number two is you have to stop blindly following other like gurus and coaches and this and that. You have to decide what's good for you and then you have to decide to stick with it. That's it. At least for a given time. Naomi at delusional. It is true. We have to all oh, Sophie Kat is the best fucking coach out there. I've been working with her for two years. I I love you, Sophie. And then um, I want to get back to this question that Crystal had. I, I'm not going to answer it right right now, but maybe I'll do like a whole live on that. But regardless, um, let me keep going. Number two, you have to stop blindly following people and just making decisions off of what you see, because here's what happens is you make let's just, let's let's use a launch as an example. You're launching your product or you're launching your course or Whatever it is, you're launching it. You've made the decisions about it, or, or at least I hope you have um, made the decisions of when you're going to launch and who you're going to launch to, and what's the marketing going to look like, and what's it going to look like once they've onboarded, right? Like you've thought a lot of this out, possibly, and if you haven't, come work with me. Um, but then you're in the middle of the launch, and you're looking at everybody and their business, and you're like, maybe I should do that. Maybe I should do that. Amy Porterfield told me to do that. Gary Veech says I have to be on all the platforms. Kat says my business should be simple. <laughs> like all these people are coming at you from all these different ways. And then based off of that, you're making decisions in your business. And that's what I don't want you to do. So number two is like you have to stop blindly like, following people and then making decisions off what other people are doing. And these don't have to be like these huge gurus. These could be like your colleagues. But you have to learn how to literally see somebody, you know, when you have that like comparison come up or when you have that curiosity of like, maybe I should do an offer like this. When you have that, I want you to have the awareness enough to just say, okay, that's my brain trying to have me think about these things when I know my business needs me to think about these things. Okay, so number one, you have to practice awareness all the time so you could be the owner of your business. Number two is you have to stop blindly leading, blindly following people and copying people and comparing yourself to people and all that effort is just trying to take you away from your business. And that's where you belong. Number three, I love this question. You have to ask yourself hard questions. I was talking to one of my clients, Sylvia, this morning, and I was asking her like what her, like what has been her biggest takeaway in the mastermind so far. We have like two months left. And she was like, The fact that you forced me to, like, I mean, I didn't force her, but you know what I mean. Forced her to ask herself questions and mine for answers. One thing I really don't accept, honestly, within the mastermind is I don't knows. Like, the answer I don't know is a straight cop-out answer. It's straight like, oh, you might as well say, I don't want to take any responsibility for anything. And I also don't want to think hard. No, you have to ask those questions. Like I can give you all the fucking steps in the world, but I can like, I have a process, right? I have a process that works. It helps people make money, but all of the people are going to make money a lot of different ways, a lot of different ways. So I'm always going to ask you the hard questions and I want you to answer them before coming to me saying like, okay, what should I do with this? I mean, sometimes I answer a quick (laughs) question easily, but like for the most part, like, I don't know, you pick, what do you want to do? I'm not running my clients' businesses, they are. So number three is like, you have to be willing to ask yourself the hard questions and you have to be willing to answer them, like to really answer them. So like, if I were to ask you, how come, like, let's say you ended November with no clients and, or one client and you wanted to have three or four, I don't know I'm making this up. Um, And I ask you, so tell me what happened. Like, why did you only get one client? I want you to be able to answer that. Now, I know that a lot of shame will come up when you answer questions like that. Right? I know that. I know it because I've I've dealt with it. I still deal with it. I have goals that I haven't met yet. Right? Like... I, answer, I, I ask these hard questions to my clients because I want them to be able to not only be able to like separate themselves from their business, but also to fucking process all the emotions we weren't able to process as kids. Many of us. Because when you can learn how to process those emotions when you can learn how to feel those emotions, you can start making better business decisions for yourself. I didn't, can you write or repeat the question? I forget even what question I had. I I think I asked a lot of questions, but if it was, if it was the question that I asked my client, I was, I said to her, if you had like, I mean, I'll just, I'll just ask you blatantly, like, if you didn't meet your November goal in business, why? Why didn't you meet it? Like, if you didn't get as many clients as you wanted, why? And I don't say that from like, a, mm, you should have. I say it from like, I want you to really think about this. Because I, I I ask myself these questions all the time, and I'm constantly answering them for myself, but I'm navigating it through the shame. And I'm navigating it through all the things my brain wants to tell me is bad about me and why I didn't, blah, 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 blah. because nobody wants to work with you and because la, 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 right? I want you to ask yourself these hard questions. So that's number three. Ask yourself hard questions. And I, oh my God, I have four minutes. I have to get off. Number four, get yourself a mother effing mentor. I am so... You guys, there is not a coincidence. Wait, is there a coincidence? Uh, There is, (laughs) I was going to try to say something and I couldn't make it work. Here's what I want to say. When you look at people like that, you, you, you know, you admire in business. I want you to also understand that at least everybody I know who's doing very well in business, they have mentors They have coaches, they're in programs that are helping them elevate. So when you see the big goal that they achieved, also know that they went through a tremendous amount of very hard decisions. Like I've spent so much money. I mean, just in the last year and a half, I spent 75K on coaching, probably more. So, like, know that people that you see with the big numbers are also, like, it, it's not, it, it's, they didn't just, they're not just special. They're making very scary decisions. And they're also healing a fuck ton of trauma and, like, a lot of fucking healing, like, to get there. Like, I want you to know that. So, I don't want you to look at these numbers and be like, oh, they're so amazing. They did it. No, they were willing to make really big risks, right? I was just telling you earlier, I paid 25k for a mastermind, a 6-month mastermind when we were saving to buy a house. Now, a lot of people would look at that decision and think it's crazy and stupid and why would you do that? But it's like I don't need the world to okay my decisions. I know what's best for me. And if I'm behind it, then that's all that needs to happen. But it's like, I also want you to see that, like, these these are the kind of decisions I'm making that's helping me continue and elevate. That's helping me take a maternity leave in my own business. That's helping me make six figures, multiple six figures. That's helping me make 500K next year. Like this shit doesn't just fucking happen. You make a lot of scary decisions. Okay, someone asked. Oh, fuck, I got to go. Someone asked how much percent of your energy you put on your social media. Okay, there are two questions that I just can't answer right now. And that's one of them, but I'm going to write them down. Percent of your energy on social media. Okay, let me run through the list that I had that I wanted to go through. Okay, how to make smarter decisions. Number one, you have to continue being aware of what's happening in your mind and managing those thoughts. Number two, stop blindly following people Um, your colleagues, other coaches, other entrepreneurs, stop blindly following them. Start being the leader in your business. And when your brain wants to go like, I want to do what they're doing. I want you to focus and ask yourself, what am I resisting in my own business? Number three, ask yourself the hard questions and then answer them. And an example of a hard question is how come I didn't meet my goal this month? Let's unpack that without shame. Number 4, get yourself a freaking mentor, okay? Or a coach. I'm happy to be your coach. <laughs> um, number 5, I'm number 5 and 6, I'm going to run through. Once you've made decisions in your business, commit to them. Test them. Learn them. You have to figure this out. This isn't like a one size fits all. You have to figure it out. You have to go through the hard work. You have to change things up. That's your job. So Number five, decide and commit. And then number six is test and learn. I got a meeting right now, so I got to go. But let me tell you something. I'm a business coach and I have my mastermind, uh, my mastermind show up and lead just opened for enrollment today. It's a six month program to help coaches, consultants, service providers, online educators to help you get to six figures simply. So if you have some type of offer, or if you're creating your second offer. If you have already, there is an eligibility, um, you had to have at least sold $25,000 in in your business to join. But if you're interested, let's get on the phone and let's see if it's for you. It's $6,000 paid in full. Now I know that's a scary decision. It should be a scary decision because leveling yourself up to six figures is a fucking scary decision. So, yeah, if it feels scary, it's it is. It's supposed to. Okay. Um and then Naomi is the best. She just signed up for her second round with me and um thank you Naomi. You're the best. I love you. Okay, I'm I have to go. <laughs> I will see you guys later. DM me if you have any questions, but go to my link in bio if um if you want to learn more. All right, I'll see you later. Bye. Hey amiga, if you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out Four-Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalkarman.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time.